Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is December 29th, Thursday. Holy crap. I, I hate to be that cliche, but 2022 has flown, right? <laughs> Come on. Like, and, and uh, I, can't, I can't wait. I was really looking forward to the end of the show. Um, see y'all next year. Yeah, that's that's going to be a. I guess you just called dibs on that joke. That's unfortunate. That's the <laughs> grandest dad jokes of them all. Um, but yeah, I mean, and we had how much fun did we have in in twenty twenty two? Oh, dude, it was the best <laughs> basketball uh, in February. March went that February, I guess. Um, wins the SEC championship, beating Kentucky in the tournament. Like, it's it's the best of the best. Um, yeah, then I you mean, had baseball, and then baseball just then entertained football. you for like months. Yeah, and then football. It, it, it was awesome. I, I it just seemed like baffled it never that we stopped, and it, it was it was so much fun. Yeah, I can't believe it's come to an end for obviously basketball starting up. Tennessee grinds out a win, not the, you know, not nothing to brag about. But yeah, we, we got we the win. Be used to it at this point. It's what it's going to be. <laughs> I, I agree, but but you did get the win. Um, so I mean, I think there'll be some fun ones in there, and I think I hope, especially with it being in Thompson Bowling Arena, I think January fourteenth, fourteenth, I think it'll be a be a fun fun day. Um, but yeah, so I mean, football. We're going to talk about it too throughout the show, I'm sure. With Tennessee season coming to end in Miami tomorrow night, I'm. I think you got to be nervous about this one. I think you got to be nervous about it if you're Clemson, though, too. So that makes me feel better. Yeah, I mean, this is the toughest preview I feel like we've ever done, just because there's so many unknowns. You know, it's it's kind of like two different teams. Mm. Um, it, it almost feels like it, it's like the first game of the season. Yeah, very much so. And, and the funny thing is, is you're also getting two brand new quarterbacks, and neither actually due to transfer or drafting. Like both of those quarterbacks would have been starting anyways. So it's kind of another interesting, like two brand new quarterbacks for both teams that have played backup time. I mean, I know. Well, Joe Milton started what two games um, before yeah. being injured against against Pitt. So I guess that one, you know, you've seen a little bit more of, but still two very unknowns. Yeah, for all you Game of Thrones fans, battle the backups. I love mm. it. Okay, yeah, I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm sorry. I I know I've watched Game of Thrones, but I'm not very good at knowing plots. Well, they, they just have. I watched the it too fast. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I was wondering how backup would come. Yeah. So they, they. Yeah. It wasn't actually named backup, but yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I'm an idiot. Forget but uh, me. yeah, it's. I, you don't know the cave. Cade 
Klubnik is going to give you, but you also have no clue what Joe Milton is going to do either. So, yeah, it's it's, uh, and and if I'm Clemson fan too, I'm I'm probably trashing Joe Milton, which which gives me hope because I'm wrong a lot, and, and I'd probably be saying like we've seen what Joe Milton is, and now he has a chance to go out and improve, prove that he improved, and and made the right changes because he does. He has so much talent. It's just like he he hasn't been able to bottle it up yet. It seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like he's a little like smoother up to this point. DJ Uyunglele. Yeah, I mean, like just like like he, it, it's all there, but it's like, what's going on? It, it's very, it's very interesting because it's a lot of people just want to chalk it up to like one specific thing, but it's just a. It seems like it's just like a few few tiny things and I don't, I don't know it's it's very weird like is it as simple as touch i don't think it is i don't know i mean there whatever it is it needs to be under control um tomorrow night because i feel like that's you know we asked the question today who's your x factor i, I mean joe milton's an easy answer there and you know i, I want to take it a little bit further um when we finally talk about that question but man like like this is the last game like I, i'm sure josh Heupel and this offense they're going to have different wrinkles. They're going to game plan. You know, Joe Milton's – he's going to use his legs. He didn't have to against Vanderbilt. Um, and maybe that was frustrating because, you you know, the, the game was just frustrating in general. I mean, we destroyed them. But the fact that we were able to run so much on them and, and Joe Milton just – like we just never really saw anything but him. He had that one good throw, and then after that it was just a bunch of overthrows and miscues. Um so, yeah, I'm going to get for, for Joe Milton, but hopefully this is a good kind of – I mean, th- this is a trial for him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's going to have to go win it anyway next year. But this is like – I mean, if he plays bad, I don't – like, he, he wouldn't be the front runner in my opinion. Uh Yeah, yeah, I don't think there would be a front runner to be – Correct, clear. yes. I, yeah. I think that – just to be sure, like I, we haven't seen Nico, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, but it's just not Nico at that point. But it, we've seen. I wonder if this. I, I don't know if this could elevate Joe's play enough. He's had this before. He's had which it's not even a real comp. This one isn't even a real competition, and yeah. like he's getting a head start. And it seems yeah, like I mean, he, it's it's his to lose, and, and he could. I think he could do himself very little favors on Friday night if he plays bad. Yeah, I, I'm cheering for him. Like I, I, I think. Oh, for sure. You got. I mean, well, it's it, just it like seems he, like everybody else loves him too. Right, and that's it's just when he's one of those guys you really, really root for, and I, I hope he figures it out too. And I think if he does, you know, a lot of people are nervous. You know, we knew we were going to have Cedric Tillman out. Um, Jalen Hyatt was, uh, you know, like a ninety. I don't know, 90%, I guess. I don't know what we would have placed him at. He was definitely going to the draft. I think everyone thought there was a slim chance of him playing the bowl game. But anyways, yeah. he still has weapons around him. Like, it's – he's going to have the opportunity uh, against Clemson to show yeah. out. I mean – Right. I mean, the the whole, like, opt-out thing is, is a little strange. Because, like, you have people, like, entering the transfer portal. I think – Coastal Carolina had a center that was committed to North Carolina but played in a bowl game for Coastal Carolina. 
I mean, it was just like like I, I just don't understand. How, like Grayson McCall, I just assumed he wasn't playing. Yeah, because but I also it, I kind of so respect weird. it. I do. I, it's I kind of like it. As a coach, though, you don't like. I'm not playing those guys. If if you're one, I think Shane Beamer, and you know, I don't want to like quote him, you know, on on me agreeing with it, but he did say I don't want to play a guy who's one foot out, one foot in. Like that's just a waste. I don't entirely disagree with that, in the sense of you do. It feels like you should move on since we know everybody's moving on. But I also kind of respect that he finishes out a season that, I mean, at the beginning of the season, it, I don't know if there was a chance. I guess you, you could have said Jamie Chadwell leaves, Grayson McCall's leaving. I guess that would have been um, something that could have happened. But you didn't know it, and, and you signed on for that season. And I kind of respect just finishing it out. And if I am the Coastal Carolina coach, I can't remember his name. I know he's taken over for Coastal. I want to win that bowl game. Like, I'm selfish yeah. in that sense. I want the win. And Grayson McCall gave Coastal Carolina the best chance to win. They did. Did they win? They did not win. Golly. They didn't win. They did cover, right? Well, uh, I think they covered my teaser. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> over definitely. Like, regardless if they won or not, like Grayson McCall was – I mean, he's a, he's a really – he's a great player. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it would be great – Like anywhere else it seems like that kind of like he was a very much a coastal carolina quarterback yeah maybe that, maybe coastal. it's a, a little different than you know if i'm trying to think of somebody who had you know if jimmy holiday was entering the transfer portal and he was back there returning kicks i've been like get somebody else back there returning kicks yeah yeah, yeah that was a nice way to put it yeah <laughs> um <laughs> But but you do have Cedric Tillman. You mentioned Jalen Hyatt. Hendon Hooker's not playing. Jeremy Banks, you know, he can say he declared for the, the draft. Everybody knows. That's still – I don't know. I guess it doesn't make sense to me. It. Yeah, I mean it, – It doesn't make sense. He, that, if, if that's true, if he was – if he is literally academically ineligible – he wouldn't have got to play in a bowl game, in, in the playoff. Right. And, and two, I just – I don't know. I guess – I feel like if you have it below it – I mean, I guess you could just be – I don't know. I don't get it. I guess if you – technically, if you had a below 2.0, you could graduate. But it yeah. seems like if you know – I don't – it's very weird. Yeah. It, very strange. I don't know what to believe. Uh, I'm – this is my – He's not playing, theory. you know, if – if he really did declare and he opted out of the bowl game, I think that's even shittier. <laughs> because I mean, well, I mean, you would only help yourself in a bowl game if you played well. Darnell Wright's playing in a bowl game. Yeah, Bryce Young, Will Anderson's playing in a bowl game. In a bowl game that, that Alabama fans are pissed that they're even in. So, um, I just think th- this is a this is a, a program changing game tomorrow night, and it sucks that. Yeah. Tennessee's, you know, kind of has a lot of people out. You know, a lot of those guys that got them there. Hendon Hooker, you know, we mentioned Cedric Tillman, Jalen Hyatt, Jeremy Bay. I mean, those four guys were huge in the success of Tennessee the last few years. So it, it sucks that we're playing without them. But, um, you know, you have a chance to win 11 games. You have a chance to win a New York Six Bowl for the first time since 2005. 
I think the last time we won 11 games was 2001. So, um, again, just building on the success. And, you know, I think this is a huge game Friday night for this program. And, and again, I just don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm nervous about it. Yeah. yeah and I, the I talk about I ate earlier is not sitting well already. Well, and I'll, I'll, I don't, I guess it's not completely a, a win a win-loss scenario in terms of the program. I do think this could really, really boost your program, but I also think it's a win sort of for Tennessee because it also doesn't necessarily set your program back this loss. Because like you said, you're missing so many pieces that you had, I guess, somewhat of a quick turnaround to get ready for Clemson. Yeah. So it's you don't necessarily – it doesn't necessarily set you back. So I think you can kind of go balls to the wall and don't worry about it because it doesn't necessarily have to set you back. Yeah. Yeah. So this game, I mean, Tennessee's got to get comfortable on offense. Um, you know, that starts with Joe, Joe Milton, but I think it, it starts with play calling. I think you want to do some, some, you know, short passes to kind of get him comfortable. Lean on that running game. I mean, we lifted Definitely. it up against Vanderbilt. I know it's Vanderbilt, but, you know, I think this offensive line's still intact. So that's good. Um, you have Darnell Wright. I mean, use them. Use those those backs you got. Give me more Dylan Sampson. Yeah, and I think that's – I don't know how healthy Jabari Small is because, you know, he battled a lot of stuff through the season, just uh, I guess nagging shoulders. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Very true. But you do, I feel like, right now you need him in the sense of he's not going to make a ton of breakout plays, but he's going to get you what you need oftentimes. Right. And so I think he's an important piece to to have and and have for the entire game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you want to see Jalen Wright, who's been explosive, and, and Dylan Sampson, who can fly when you, when you need that guy. But I think it's interesting. Another point you mentioned play calling. I I mean, I know Josh Heupel's the man um, when it comes to offense, but I mean, Alex Alex Golish had that responsibility, and, and so I'm curious to see uh, how similar it is, or, or what Josh Heupel can do to maybe even tune it up a little bit if you can tune it up. Um, so I, I'm very interested to see that part of the story too. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, another one we we heard Princeton fan, you know, he released his graphic saying that he's declaring for the NFL draft. He is playing in the bowl game. I think that's a guy you got to utilize. I mean, he was all over the field this season, yeah. you know, using a ton of different ways. So um, I think this is a big game for him. You know, Clemson's – we mentioned Tennessee shorthand, and so is Clemson. Um, yeah. I mean, start, freshman quarterback starting his first ever college game against Tennessee. I mean, Tim Banks, if you're not blitzing all night, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I, you, you talk about a program changer. I feel like this is a break-the-curse game because any Tennessee team in the last 15 years, um, this would be a breakout game for said quarterback. So turn that curse, um, flip it on them, and, and yeah, I, just that's a yeah. Curse hopefully, his coming sad. out game was in the ACC championship against North Carolina. Um, hopefully, that's what it was. I mean, I know Tennessee's defense isn't good, but North Carolina's is. I mean, borderline. I don't even know why they put eleven guys out there. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, it's horrible. Um, <laughs> oh, that that big. I think it was a, a throw across the middle that went to the house. And, I mean, just the most atrocious tackling I've ever seen in my life. The pursuit and tackle is pitiful. Yeah. I mean, that game against Appalachian State, you're like, good God. <laughs> I mean, who who is the who is the defensive coordinator? Is it Gene I'm not, I'm not sure. 
Or is Chizik an offense? No, Chizik's – yeah, Chizik's offense. Okay. Who is the defense – whoever it is, I mean, holy crap. It's pitiful. It, yeah. <laughs> I think it's more than just the, the coordinator, but, yeah, I mean, it doesn't help the situation at all. Yeah, but Clemson's offense hasn't been good all season. Uh, and I think it – you know, a lot of it had to do with DJ, but some of it was just like they couldn't move the football. You know, they got Will Shipley who's going to be – you know, a tough guy to stop. And, you know, I mentioned us blitzing all night. You still got to be able to cover tight ends. You know, he's got some good tight ends. Jake Bringenstool, I think, from Ravenwood is um, a guy. They have another guy that's pretty good. And then Will Shipley out of the backfield. I mean, he's he's explosive. Phil Moffa's explosive. So, you have the guys that he can kind of check it down to. Tennessee's got to tackle well so I, and, and cover in the middle. So, safeties, linebackers – this is their game. I want to see more Wesley Walker. Um, sorry to whoever he takes their spot, but it is what it is. Wesley Walker is a better option than one of those two guys back there. And then linebacker, I mean, it's it's going to be a heavy dose of Juwan Mitchell and Aaron Beasley. And um, we'll see who plays after them, Sloan Page or, or Elijah Herring. But, you know, those guys got to tackle a lot better than they did against South Carolina. And they got to cover a lot better than they did against South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's the bad thing. What South Carolina did to you, I think, is I, I can't decide if how good Spencer Rattler was in that game. I can't like it just also looked very easy, which may be yeah. a credit to him. Honestly, maybe a credit to him. Um, so I, I hope it was Spencer Rattler was being very right. good that night. Um, and, and you can like I think that's a, the biggest thing though is is. You didn't touch Spencer Rattler. You got to get to the quarterback, and that—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's that simple. And I mean, I know that's—it's not all in the defensive line when I say that. It, it was pitiful. I, I'm but those are your erasers. What front are your erasers? That's that's, you know, if you have back end issues, your your guys up front are the ones that you know mask that. Um, and they did against South Carolina, and it, yeah, and we paid for it. I don't think they could have. That's what I mean. I don't think anything could have erased that is what I mean. But, yeah. Right, I, yeah. It, it just seemed like it was it was not going to be our night. Like, everything that could have went wrong, we lost our quarterback. I feel like I'm going to throw up thinking about that night. Like, I'm, yeah, I mean, it was like I did that night. The, the worst of the worst happened. Um, but, yeah, that, it, it, it's – the defensive line has to get home. I mean, if you're going to blitz like that, you got to get home. Or you're going to leave people open. Um Please do something. Please, uh, that stick meme. Do something. Find what you had in Baton Rouge. Is this maybe it's something about that that uh, ocean air? I don't know. Yeah, maybe get, get to the quarterback. That, that salt in the air. Yeah. Ooh. Or, or was it must? <laughs> Both <laughs> mixtures. Yeah. Um, but but another thing is like you can't have those like lapses because. You don't have Hen and Hooker and Jalen Hyde to make up for it. Yeah. You know, if you allow a big play, it, it was, hey, we got it the next time down the field. But, you know, this is, is a little different with Joe Milton. Now, I think X Factor, we can go ahead and get into that if you want. But X Factor wise, I, I think if Tennessee wins this game, I think Brew McCoy has a huge game. I think you want to lean on him. You want to get him going early. Um, and I, th- I think he's your go-to guy. You know, you want to throw throw up a bomb, I think 
he's he's got to go get it. Score wide is, is another one, but um, you know, talking about a jump ball, I mean, I'd like to see Brew McCoy against any DB. Yeah, and I, I had the same thought process as you in terms of offense, but I, I went with the I went with the simple one. It's, it's Joe Milton because I I think it's on the offense. I I just and, and not to say that the defense just can't do it, but I think a lot of the struggle with the defense is how often they are on the field and that they just are going to give up big plays. Um, so it's challenging. And, and Tennessee, no matter that it's Joe Milton starting, they're going to run the same style offense. It's not going to be slowed down. It's 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 going to be the fast-paced as it normally is. So the defense is just – I don't think they can play much better. So it's on Joe Milton. you you got to find ways to move the football. And we got to score. And we got to have the ability to do it quick because – I don't know. I, and I think the defense has a chance. I, I like I like the matchup in terms of I think it's Tennessee's best versus Clemson's best in terms of t- offense versus defense. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, they're they're shorthanded on defense. They're they're losing. Um Trenton Simpson, Miles Murphy, two guys that'll probably go early in the NFL draft. Do have Brian Breesey, he's still playing. Um Barrett Carter at linebacker still really good. So they got some they got some NFL top guys still on my defense, but um, it's the they're ranked twenty fourth in total defense in the country. Yeah, like they got some dudes. Miles Mur- Miles Murphy's pretty good, but they also were in the ACC. So can we really just like <laughs> take that into account that like, hey, your your defense is really good because you stopped ACC offenses? Yeah, I. I and they got boat raced by Notre Dame. Let's let's not forget the, that. It, the ACC is not. It, it's just not on the the tier that the SEC is in the sense of night in, night out. Yeah, nowhere close. Which it is. I. It is going to be fun to see because the SEC is obviously struggling in in bowl in bowl games so far. Um, Arkansas barely, barely head above water um, um, I'm still like <laughs> butthurt about it <laughs> so uh, did I so I teased it did I tell you that and so no. when it went to, when it went to the second overtime I, I teased it to where uh, Kansas covered like I could have killed <laughs> Sam Pittman last night like really could have killed him I mean how does that even happen you're up 15 with under two minutes left and Somehow go to overtime. Unreal. I loved it, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting conversation because we're talking about ACC versus SEC. Um, it and it's not necessarily going to be those two. It's just going to be the power. Is SEC above it? So I can't wait for that conversation. It's going to be all over Twitter. Good. There'll be some good hot takes, and I'm excited for it. Thank you. Um, I don't. How do you, you you said it's going to be hard to preview this game? I don't know how really how to do it, um, just because I, I, I have really, no I have no idea like how to pick it. Like I, I don't know who you can rely prediction. on. Honestly, yeah, I mean it's the only real like game you can look at where this offense is is kind of the same as Vanderbilt, and well, I mean we could have had anybody back there running the football and, and go to the house. So, right. Yeah. I, I don't know how, how it's going to turn out. Um, I just really want to win this game just because I think it'll be huge for this program. And 
Dabo Sweeney is the most annoying person in the entire world. Yeah, I'm going to stop using the word hate, um, but I do just really dislike him. You're just so... No, it's the NIL, like, the NIL stuff was... Insane. Yeah, he's going to stop coaching. You're still coaching, you ass. The God, the God comment. I can't, I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head, but... Oh, uh, we're made in his name, image, and likeness. It's yeah. just like, dude... Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, blow that smoke up somebody else's. Um I mean like it's it's cool that he's like a very religious and you know is all about faith and stuff like that. That's cool. Like if if you're about that, but it's like you can't spin every little thing that you like you yeah. dislike and, and just make it Oh, it's in God's name. It just no, comes yeah, off. It was, it's very just fake. Very, very dishonest. I, I don't. Yeah. I do not like him. Yeah. Not a fan. Um. Yeah. So that that that's that's my preview. I guess that's it. You heard it here first. Yeah. I don't know if you have anything else for. Let's let's let's. Run the football. Run the football. Landon, um, I honestly don't have a score prediction for you. I'm sticking in the 30s. I feel like that's safe. I'm going to go 38-31 Tennessee. I agree. I, I, just, I just don't feel like I, – I feel like it's going to be a little rowdy. And I, I feel like we, we get after Cade. I feel like his his coming out party is is gone. Reality is setting back in. He he's come back to earth, and I think Tennessee's defense does enough to get a win. Uh, you're gonna have to have turnovers. I feel like if you're able to get them in punting situation, let them punt. I want D. Williams to have the football as many times as possible. So punt the ball. Yeah, I I agree that sometimes I'd rather have. D. Williams catching a punt, and Joe Milton have the football and throwing it. So I like my chances better. Yeah, I agree with you. This is a if you're going to make me pick a score, I think this is a game where both you see both teams lose some of that offensive firepower. Um, I, I think it's we'll we'll say 35, 31. Yeah. Stick in the thirties, low thirties. So that that stop watching the basketball team. Don't do anything they do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I all right. I'm let's move on from this because I'm nervous and I don't want to. Yeah, the nerves are, are reeking off me. Um, <clears throat> so, um, go ahead. Well, I know we want to talk about returning players. We talked about some of the guys that were leaving, um, but we did have some some guys announce that, yes. that they, they they decided already in terms of yep. a couple six year guys, I guess. Yeah, Aaron Beasley's coming back. Um, Amari Thomas is coming back, and then Tyler Barron says he's undecided, which I'm not trying to be a butthead, but what else are you going to do? Yeah, I think I think he's a guy who needs to come back. Yeah, for sure. And I think Aaron Beasley is a guy who needs to come back for Tennessee. That yeah. he's, He took a big step this year. Um, I, I know I'll, I'll be the first to admit I doubted him. Uh, I did not. Sure. Well, I thought it was going 
I think Jerry Banks played good throughout the season, obviously. Um, we saw that we needed him. But I think without Aaron Beasley, I think that defense looks not so good as not well. Right. And he took a huge step, and and I'm excited to see. I, I really believe that he takes the the next step now. He he, he proved me a doubter, and yeah, I that was I, also like he's I, a good I mean, guy. I think for this defense next year. Yeah, I agree. Also, going back to Tyler Barron, like Ronnie Garner's your coach. Yeah. Like, oh, it, I mean, it's it, same with like Jordan Phillips or somebody that like. Uh, we talked about it with Eric Kane. Like, we didn't understand really why. He, he he played sparingly, not very much. But it's like, dude, like, you're going to play. Yeah. And Ronnie Garner's your coach. Like, you're going to get your shot in the NFL if you play for Gar- Ronnie Garner. That just usually happens. Absolutely. So, I just don't understand, like, why you'd want to enter the transfer portal and go somewhere else. Unless you yeah. legit think, I'm never going to play here. Yeah, I, I a thousand percent agree. Um, those are the I think those are the the big talking points. I, I want to move on to basketball. Um, we we do have a uh, sponsor. Oh, oh, we just got right into the show, Landon. I'm so sorry. Um, you want to read that off, and then we'll get into basketball after. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let me pull that back up. Um, <laughs> that was my problem. I'm sorry. I'm about to turn that on you. We love Underdog Collectibles. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autograph helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT grads and proudly sports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Stop by. They are at University Commons by Publix and Domino's. Go check them out. We love them. I actually got to utilize them on Christmas. Got some packed cards yes. in my stocking. So nice. Um, you got got some good ones. A uh, Patrick Sertain rookie card. Got one of those, and a Bobby Witt rookie okay. card. So, dude, that's um, not, that's awesome. You must have been. Hey, you must have been better than me this year. I think you get. I, I was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I must have been. Um, it is good to me too. Yeah, for sure. And dude, Underdog's a cool shop. Um, love. It's. I think if you're, I think there's two. It's for two kind of people. Two kinds of people. It's like dudes and and collectors. Yep. And then the overlap, obviously. So that's I love. I love underdog. Um, but they're, they're open six days a week. A um, with live YouTube shows, uh, three nights a week. So remember, always bet the underdog with underdog collectibles. Go check them out. Um, tell them that more important issues soon. Um, they'll love that. So. Um, basketball. I mean, oh, actually, I have one question for you before we get into basketball because I'm not ready to get into that just yet. Um, we asked another question on Twitter this week: the best athlete you ever played with or against? Um, I want to hear yours because I feel like ours might be some similar similarities. Um, I don't. I we did know. play against Devon Young. So I did not. Game. I don't think you didn't play in that game. I don't think so. Okay, play for it was the Jamboree, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I did not play in that Jamboree. Okay. Um, I don't. I'd like to hear yours first. See, kind of 
because yeah. I have a few in mind. So, uh, I mean, Devin Young is one that, that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, so I ran against Daryl Rollins Davis um, at Fulton, and he was the state championship in the 100 meter. Ran against him. Um, Trevor Clifton played at Heritage yeah. and then uh, was in the Cubs organization, played for the Smokies a little bit. Um, the best athlete I ever played with, though, is Brody Rollins. <laughs> dude, that's that's kind of my thought, too. That's, I mean, dude is – dude was incredible as a sophomore. Yeah. I couldn't really think of anybody else that I'm like – that like went big, I guess. That yeah, I, I played. It. We did play against Jordan Bowden at Windy Gap in basketball, and he destroyed us. So, um, I guess if you want to count that, I was also not there. Um, Dang it, dude! Where are you at? <laughs> I. Yeah, it's it's happy Brody Rollins for me, and. I don't know if Brody likes it, likes me hyping him up because I always hype him up. I like I he's legitimately probably the best athlete I play with. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't. There were some, think there of any some more? good ones. There were some good ones on there. Yeah, there were my, some good ones. I feel like all mine are so obscure. Only you would understand them. Well, who else you got? Like I, I know this is gonna. I mean, happen. I know you're thinking about me, of course, but other than me and Brody Rollins, <laughs> um, two guys that if they had played together for our entire high school career, uh, Anthony Hamilton and Lucas Reed were two of the, and they were like athletes in the sense of like the positions they played, mm-hmm. but they were just freaks of nature. Yeah, they they were. It was insane that it, I I wish they could have played together for four years. It would have been. What? Because that defense was already so good. Yeah, it would have been fun. So I feel like that's <sighs> that only you would get that. But okay, yeah, no, no, you're fine. I, I I didn't know if you had any more like in soccer or anything. Um, I, um, there was this one kid. He was actually the Gator State Gatorade Player of the Year. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He played soccer at Catholic, and I'm not kidding. He was the most technically gifted player I've ever seen in my life person and I played against him and it was it, it I mean not, he's obviously not messy level but in the sense of high school soccer it was like playing against Messi. yeah it was insane I, I wish I could have been Tim I feel like his name is Tim something he's so good Tim Tim <laughs> Tim sounds like a soccer player's name Tim Howard is that who it was yeah Timmy Timmy the goal, goalkeeper at Everton yeah um. Yeah, let's get to basketball real quick. Another rough one to watch. I mean, it's it just like it, it, it's the norm. Tennessee's got an elite defense, but the offense, if it, it, it's through Viscovi, Viscovi, it seems like is our only offense at times. Maybe Zakai, but it, those two guys, and that, that's it. That's our only offense. Um, I don't think we have a ton of depth, and and so. I mean, it kills. It hurts our offense even more when we're in foul trouble, which I guess that makes sense. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like Olivier could have had a, a good game the other night. And he was just in foul trouble the entire time. Yeah, I mean, he played. I, I thought he played great when he had the opportunity. I mean, 
not all of his fouls were just dumb fouls. I, I thought he just yeah. played really hard. I think that's the. I think that's when he's the best is when he just plays really hard. Uh, now he's got to find a way to <laughs> stay out of. <laughs> don't get five, especially in in, in these kind of games, which I guess is the only time they're going to come. But Ole Miss, I thought Ole Miss played. I thought they looked really good, especially on offense. And I think that I think that that's big that your defense can carry your offense on some of their worst nights in the SEC too on the road, which I know is a 4 p.m. game or 4:30. But yeah, I, I, I'm encouraged by that. I think that's my big takeaway from this game. Yeah, 100. percent I mean, it's uh, you have some guys that are struggling though, like. Julian Phillips just I don't I don't know what has happened. He just kind of hit a wall a little bit, just struggling offensively. I, I feel like he's the guy that can beat somebody off the bounce and just can't get to the rim. Or you know, I, I don't know if it's just like he doesn't move enough and he's not getting the ball enough. I, I don't know what it is, but something's off. Tyree Key looks timid. You know, he he can't find his shot either. And it's those two guys that we've seen it. So it's weird that like both of them have kind of just hit this wall at this point. And we've seen it against good competition too. Right. It's not like it was it was Florida Gulf Coast, which I'm not saying that they're not a, a good challenge early in the season, but it, you know, it's not Kansas and, and USC where where they played great. They they they've looked good against good competition. Yeah. So this is we we've got to find it. Um tough a good challenge too to start out SEC play. Yeah, you need it from those guys who you've seen it from really bad. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I just think that this is what you're going to get. Tennessee's going to win a lot of basketball games, but it's going to be games that are you know in the 60s. It's not going to be fun to watch. Um, you know, I I'd, I'd rather just play no defense and just score a bunch. But you know this this is our team. Yeah, and it, it's going to be. I don't think it's changing. No, I feel I, like that. Like they're good. Like they're a good basketball team. But man, it's it's just like we we should be when, that Ole Miss team by thirty. When they struggle, it's it's only on the offense on the offensive end. Right. And it's and it's a struggle. And, and I hope it's not your kryptonite all season. Actually, I, I know you're saying you're saying it's gonna be, but I, I hope you can find a way to be more effective more often at some at some point. Yeah, hopefully you find it at some point because, like, it, it just takes one good shooting night from a team, and it's – I mean, we saw it against Ole Miss in the first half, and they are hitting shots, and we weren't, and that's how we got down by 10. That's how Colorado beat us. Um, so, it, it hopefully you do find it, but I just have a bad feeling that it's just going to take one game in the tournament, and I guess you can argue that all the time, but – it just seems like it's going to be a common denominator, and then at one point it's just going to bite us in the ass and beat us. Yeah, and find a, find a way. It's – I hope – you said it is, what, it is what it is. I hope it's not. That That's <laughs> – it's got to change. Um, I, I do – did you think – I did you think Zakai Ziegler struggled defensively? Like, I thought that was. Uh, I, I don't think, he, think he, I think he got tested a little bit. Yeah, I just don't think he looked. I don't think he looked as fast as normal. And I don't know if it's just because 
Ole Miss was getting around him that fast. I don't know. I don't know. Or if it was he was just because he did get banged up. How did that? I don't know. I mean, that was midway through the first half, at least, when he got obliterated on that floater. Yeah. No yeah, foul call. I don't call. know how that was. It, but it looked like shoulder. But I, I don't know. I don't. I, I hope he's not injured, I guess. It's, but I hope it's, yeah, I mean, I feel like part like part why he was so good last year is because we didn't need him to score points. I feel like this year, like him and Viscovi, like hey, you have to score. Like we don't have anybody else at this point. So it's like, I don't know, maybe we're, you know, you can't really focus on both ends or you are focused on both ends and you don't excel at one. I don't know what it is. It just seems like it's a little off. Um, and he's played fine. Like, like he didn't play bad. I oh, I mean, he was one of our better players. Yeah. I just think he, I think he has to have a better night for this team to, to carry through. Yeah. Uh, an SEC schedule. I, I think it has to be, like you said, him and Viscovi. Those are, those have got to be your guys. Yep. Until somebody else figures it out. Hopefully, Julian Phillips. Like, I don't know. Hopefully, he figures it out soon. Because I feel like I mean he at that one point when he had that good game, I forget who it was against. Um, was it USC? Was that his? Yes, it was the game. I wanted to say Florida State. I kept seeing golden red and um, <laughs> yeah. Um, USC, and it was like, oh, man, he's going to plummet up the draft boards. And now he's kind of – I think I, I saw one where he's, like, picked, like, 38th overall. Dang, that, that's crazy he dropped that fast. And It's and not been long that he played. The thing behind game. it was Tennessee's freshmen have not – Played or have not translated well to the NBA under Rick Barnes is what yeah the wording was. And was I like, think <laughs> I mean I don't entirely disagree, but I think it's too early to tell with Kennedy Chandler. Well, I mean I think he I think it was mainly like Keon and Jaden, like, like Jaden, because okay. yeah. like, like Kennedy was like a thirty eighth pick too. So it like I guess what it was saying like. He's getting – he's probably a top 15, 20 pick, but he's, you know, lower down the draft boards because, um, you know, Tennessee's freshmen tend to not translate well. Yeah, I understand. I, I, I understand that, yeah. And Keon's, you know, carved out somewhat of, of a role, but, you know, I don't think he'll ever be like a big starter. Right. So, oh, I, I, all right, I'm, I'm excited though. I, I Adu is our best team, big. That's another I, note I have. Adu, I love Jonas Adu. A Jonas Adu fan club, founding member, right here. Yeah, I think he can be. He he looks so dominant at times. He's got to look dominant for thirty minutes though. Yeah. Like we, I mean, he just eats boards, and that's something like yeah. I at this point, I don't know why Urosh is playing. I don't like with, with Awaka and and Adu. Maybe not playing because I feel like maybe you have to play him because he's your. 
I guess your fourth big. But like, why is he starting? Because you can't tell yeah, me like, I, oh, you don't want to mess with the camaraderie of the team. Hey, we almost lost to Ole Miss with no one in the stands. Let's uh, let's let's play with the starting lineup a little bit and see what happens. Credit to that student section. Did it get bigger throughout the game? I don't know. Maybe like, oh crap, we might actually beat the number seven team. Let's go. Uh, let's go. It, it looked like yeah. it grew. It, it did look like it it, it. it looked like it was growing throughout the game. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Adu is is very very good, and I I think he's got to be your best best one. He has the most his highest ceiling. I don't know if he's good enough to be starting over Uroshi yet. Like I feel like he has to take that next step because I agree it probably should be, but I feel like that's on him. He hasn't looked good for his entire time. You know, I, I don't, I don't know what his plus minus is, but it feels yeah. like it's probably not head and shoulders better than than Urosha's. Well, Urosha's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just draws me insane that, like, if if we stood next to each other, he would like. I feel like he would think we're the same size. He plays like he's five foot ten. I think he, but I think he does show like minutes, not not as big flashes as Jonas Adu, but he does show flashes at times that you start to believe in him. And I think, I don't know, is it enough to like Jonas Adu has to dethrone him as the starter? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Like you think you think it's to that point is is what you're saying? Yeah, and I just I'm don't just, know I'm if just it saying, is. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. I'm just like, why not try it and see what happens? I mean, what if you're playing them that many minutes anyway? See, if, see if it does help. Yeah, uh, I, I won't. I mean, you're already, like Zakai is already coming off the bench. Like, it's not like you're like, oh, you you know, you don't want to use everybody at the same time. Well, I mean, it's maybe that makes. And play better. I don't know. It, it didn't seem to work with Zakai, so he moved him back to the bench. So, I mean, just play around with it. Yeah, I think – Maybe at this point you waited too long to play around with it. Well, that's another point, though, with especially because I just don't know if you get Josiah Jordan-James back. I think this lineup may have to be moved around a little bit to get to its full potential. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm interested to see that. He's not coming back. I don't disagree, but I think it seems like he is trying – yeah, I mean, I guess he went through warm-ups at Ole Miss, but it's like they're saying nothing's wrong with his knee. He's just uncomfortable, so I, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what it means either, but it also seems like it also may be a cop-out for something that's actually wrong. Like, is that them just kind of no commenting Maybe. the situation? Or is it? I, I'm, I guess you're just to the point now where it's just like if we get him back, cool, but we're not expecting him to come back. Like you can't. Count yeah, on him for a single I, game. I agree with that. You can't count on him, but I just I'm not. I don't know if I'm convinced he's 100 percent out. That that's all. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying need him back. I would love to have some another guy shoot a three because <laughs> it's Viscovi's making a three, or we ain't making any threes. Zakaz, I would like to see what his three point percentage is because it can be good. Yeah, you said you'd like to see it. I'm I'm good. I don't need to see it. <laughs> um, and I love you. Um, but 
All right. Um, let's move on from hoops. It is. We talked about it. We're through 2022. On to the six years. On to the new year. Been doing this thing six for years. six years. It's a long time. Happy anniversary, Caleb. Our baby's getting getting old. Yeah. Going to first grade or going to she's a, she's probably in first grade. When are you taking me out to oh. dinner? <laughs> um but yeah, it's uh we're gonna do most important of the year and fail of the year um in place of I also thought it was good to do this too because we missed um Sunday show. So you yep. have to kind of make up for that. Cool. Uh I don't I also have two for each category. I have one kind of just like sports realm, one Tennessee related. Okay. Football, like Tennessee sports related. So, um, sorry, I probably should have told you that before. Make I don't fun. know what you prepared. Uh, you Are you ready? Or you want me to go? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. All right. We do most important first? Yeah, we'll do mo- most important first. Okay. Um, I'll go my just kind of overall, like Messi winning the World Cup is at 35 years old, you get him winning player of the tournament. It's an insane – it was awesome to see. Like, to, to witness that in sports is insane. That's got to be your moment of the year. It's got to be. I love that you mentioned his age because that was a big, like, joke with LeBron. They had mentioned, like, <laughs> he's 38 or whatever, 36. Well, I mean, it. well, it's just cool, too. Another thing, it's like knowing LeBron was going to retire after the finals. Like, you knew Messi's interna- international career was done. This is the last game. So, there was a ton on the line, and it was – yeah, he took, yeah, like the, I said, the Peyton route. I mean, Tom Brady would never. <laughs> he didn't trade teams, though, because those guys, yeah. He, Wait, he, he stayed faithful. Messi never traded teams to win, to win championships. Well, I think part of it was the Colts kind of got rid of Peyton Manning. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for Andrew Luck, and, <laughs> oh, look how that turned out. Good for them. Didn't he regret retiring? Didn't he say that? Or how he retired? Maybe. I'd like to see what he's doing now. Grown. He seems like a grown mushrooms type of guy. Yeah, probably like on a farm somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what quarterback does that, but he he seems yeah. like that. Uh, what what's is, your what's your most important uh, of the year? Is it? Cohen? Is it Den- no, no, no. It's, no, a, it's Plummer. A, another Plummer. Denver. Yes, Jake Plummer, right? Yeah. yeah. That's it. <clears throat> um, so my most important is the Tennessee Vols, man. We're back. It feels good. Top ten and everything. Yeah. I mean, I – It feels great. This was legitimately the most fun I've ever had as a Tennessee fan. And I think everybody could say that. Yeah, because, like, I mean, we – Number one, well, I guess everybody our age. And yeah, we're we're finally like old enough to like we can travel and drink and you know tailgate and things like that. So like, well, I think it's, but I mean, I think it's even more than that. We've just never been good while we've really been cheering. Like I think it's just that we've we've experienced a good football team finally. Yeah, felt good. <laughs> I think it's. A, I mean, it, it, it was, was one of those games where like, yeah, like you you kind of talk trash about like hey like. Whoever was coming in, we were going to beat them. But you didn't really, like, think that. <laughs> but this year, you're just like, dude, we got a damn good football team. LSU were coming for you, baby. And we did. <laughs> what was his name? The Tiger? Mike the Tiger? Mike the Tiger. 
God. Yeah. What a P word. Yeah, my my most important was was my Tennessee related one was the specifically October sixteenth, Tennessee versus Alabama. That was that is going to be the greatest night of my life. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I I know that I peaked that night. I peaked. So that moment specifically was uh, I framed the rest of my cigar, the um, Did you really? Yeah. Not to you have to show me that sometime. Um are you coming over here in a second? Yeah. So yeah, so I'll show you tonight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you said sometime. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know if we wanted to. Yeah. All right. I, I didn't want to tell our plans to the world. Uh, okay. Just, I mean, I know we're together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and Caleb like literally live a block away from each other like half the time. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um. All right. Let's. Oh, you got another most important. No, oh, I you, have. You, you uh, said it was Alabama. I have. I have fails. Uh, okay. Yeah, the Tennessee Alabama game. Um, so kind of recent, but also throughout the year, it's John Calipari. Oh, okay. Early in the year, loses to St. Pete in the first round. Um, then he makes the comment pretty much that Kentucky's a basketball school. Gets a Mark Stoops rivalry, you know, a little civil war going on between him, uh, them, and then that. Uh, that loss to Missouri. I mean, that was <laughs> the worst. Yeah. I've probably ever that. seen Kentucky look. Yeah, like, I I mean, I bet, like, Kentucky was in a parlay for me. And I was like, oh, that's easy. It's Missouri. But, yeah. Yeah, maybe Kentucky's not good. Yeah, it was John John Calipari. That was my I like that. And he, he started the year off hot with St. Pete. Finish year year strong in Missouri. It was a what a guy. He man. covered he covered end to end. What a what a guy. Good for him, man. I uh, I appreciate that. You know, absolutely. I, I did see a, a tweet today. It was like Kentucky basketball versus Kentucky football in the last like seventy games or something. And the football program has a better percentage in seventy games than the basketball program. That's. I love that stat. Yeah. I don't know what it means, but yeah. <laughs> did speaking of stats, speaking of stats that I don't know what it means, did I send you the uh, SEC versus Power Five in the regular season? Did I send you that stat? Uh uh-uh. The SEC versus Power Five teams, uh, other Power Five teams, they're nine and five, and two of the losses is to Florida State. God, I forgot LSU <laughs> in that freaking. I don't know what that means, but it's, it's interesting. Oh my god. <laughs> Special teams was definitely running with Farmer Fran that week. I mean, oh my god! <laughs> and and the best part about that is, yes, LSU looked terrible in that game, but they were the SEC West champions. And Florida, Florida State, no Knowles. Are they winning right now? What was the score like? I don't know. You turned the game off, so I can't watch it. <laughs> It was 25-25. It's 32-32. Florida State is about to score. They're on the 11. It's third and six with the 145 left. So. All right. Yeah, I still uh, think you, Mike Norvell sucks. I don't – yeah, I don't, dis, I, don't, I don't disagree. Sucks might be a strong word, but I don't 
disagree with the sentiment. Yeah, I mean, he's he's like a level. I don't know what the term is, but he's just like a slight level above sucking. Yeah, I mean the. How about how about uh, Ole Miss just crapping the bed at the end of the year? You hate to see that. I mean, it, it's. I feel like they're those two programs are like very up and down because they utilize the transfer portal so much. I don't think you yeah. can build your team on the transfer portal. I just don't like Michigan State. It's the same way. Like it's cool. Like you get one or two guys in there that can make a difference. But that's that's probably all you're really gonna get. If you're like really building your whole team around it, I just don't think it works. I mean, Oklahoma, look at them. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, USC pretty much did it, but I mean, also all the transfers came from. Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. yeah, they knew who they were getting. Like, yeah, like quarterback is a different thing because I, I feel like. That's based on fit and you know where you're going and things. Oh like yeah, that. I, but like I mean, Zach Evans to Ole Miss, he didn't do anything. They played a freshman over him. Yeah, yeah they played, year. and that freshman played played good. Yeah, he's yeah, balled he out. So it may have been just a he's that good situation. But yeah, I, I I agree with that that statement that you can't build teams. You can fit pieces in, and and if you have. Yeah, a solid team, but you can't build it brick by brick, as our good friend would say. Uh, oh, you mentioned him earlier today, or was he yesterday? I mentioned Butch Jones. No, his uh, his beloved quarterback, JG. Yeah, you sent me a tweet, and it was like the back of the official's head said JG. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I. Uh, when I saw that, I was like, oh, you know what I immediately thought of? <laughs> it was the – if you're thinking about the game, is that the game? Yeah, you know the game. Yeah. That game. So, they got me. Love it. All right, guys. Well, we're going to sign off here. Happy New Year. Are you – you're looking at me like you, you're you not ready. No, I'm good, yeah. I was just going to say – Go balls tomorrow. Let's, let's let's get it up, dude. I'm so excited. I feel like it's going I mean, to be the, the most. Balls have to win the Orange Bowl. Okay, That's I feel the like it's the coolest. It's the coolest game ever. I have the, the, the picture of. Game. I have the picture of Josh Heupel holding orange just in case Tennessee wins. I can't wait to tweet it out. It's coming out. He's got. You heard him. You got to do it. All right. Do yeah. It. Go balls, guys. Thanks for listening. Go check out our sponsors, Underdog Collectibles, Ham and Goodies. Love those people. Um. Yeah, just go check them out. They're they're awesome. Thanks again. Happy New Year. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.